And what is up, podcast people? This is Christopher Coleman of TrackSounds.com, and you're listening to the Soundcast, the official podcast of Track Sounds. And we have another interesting podcast for you today. On the line with us is composer Mark Grisky, who has a pretty intense project that's about to release in just a few weeks. But if you don't know who Mark Grisky is, let me clue you in a little bit before we get to talking to him. Uh, Mark Grisky has been composing music for video games and motion picture trailers and television promos for several years. Um, in 2001, he began scoring video games with LucasArts Entertainment on titles such as Jedi Starfighter, Gladius, Star Wars The Revenge of the Sith, and Knights of the Old Republic II, The Sith Lords. He's also done work for video games such as The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe, Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, and The Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. He's done work for companies such as Ubisoft and Sega. Uh, some of his trailer music has a appeared in blockbuster films such as The Lord of the Rings, Spider-Man, and The Incredible Hulk trailers. And upcoming, releasing on October 26th, is The Force Unleashed 2. Now, you probably all have heard of that title. The, the original title was released in 2008, The Force Unleashed, and it remains LucasArts' fastest-selling Star Wars game ever, selling nearly 7 million units worldwide. Uh, now, The Force Unleashed 2 is going to continue the story of Darth Vader's secret apprentice, otherwise known as Starkiller, and continuing to reveal and show us the the timeline between Episodes 3 and Episodes 4. And I'm really excited about this title myself, and even more excited to have composer Mark Grisky on the line with us today. Mark, welcome back. Hey, thanks, Chris. Glad to be here. Well, I say welcome back, and you've never been on a podcast before, but I have interviewed you before, so in that way, I say welcome back. <laughs> glad, and like I said, glad to be here. <laughs> well, um, you've been a busy man in the last uh, year or more, uh, working on titles such as The Force Unleashed. Um, let's jump right in. Let me ask you what it was like to come back to The Force Unleashed after a year or so. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty cool. I mean, you know, it's like I uh <clears throat> loved the first game. Um and it was great it's it's great to have a little bit of distance from it and then come back um to that whole franchise again, you know, with a little bit of a you know, kind of a fresh take on it. And I think that the you know, the whole team um kinda had that attitude. It was you know, a we're not doing we're not doing anything radically different here. I mean, it's obviously we're continuing the storyline where it you know took off, but we are <clears throat> trying to improve and um, make the game cooler mm -hmm. and just more more unleashed than the original <laughs> one. And just you know everything that worked, you know let's let's run with that and stuff that you know didn't build upon it. You know, for me as a composer, it was nice to um, have hammered out some, some initial themes and hammered out some initial sort of groundwork in, in, in the first game, which, you know, obviously were, was more than just initial themes. It was, you know, fully developed game, game score, but at least I had some, some of these questions we had in terms of just musical direction and everything. How do we tie it into Star Wars? How do we, you know, make that transition, you know, the timeline? How do we put it in the Star Wars musical universe between you know, episodes three and four, that sort of stuff. Um, what are the, 
some main themes for, for characters. You know, some of that stuff was established. So I had some anchor points, I felt like. But at the same time, okay, here's some, some new characters, some new planets, a new storyline. You know, let's run with it. It felt enough like, uh, you know, I was comfortable enough that it wasn't completely new territory, where I think even though the first game, you know, I felt comfortable with the Star Wars uh, musical language that had been established in the films and certainly, you know, the games that I'd worked on in the past and everything, you know, there, there was a lot of pressure to really kind of define some of the musical vocabulary for The Force Unleashed. And I felt like uh, this time around, um, I had a little more fun with it, you know. Mm. I just felt like that part was a little bit more easy to run with. Um, you know, the schedule was just very, uh, uh, what, what, what's the word here, aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of music to do in a short period of time. So, you know, that part, there, you know, and you're always going to have the deadline challenges and everything, but I, think, I just kind of felt like, I, I know this character a little bit more. I know the storyline a little bit more. You know, it's like I've you know gone through one iteration of it. So, so it was great. You know, it kind of felt like all right, let's jump back in and do this. You know. Okay. Well, you you mentioned the 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 time crunch. Would you say that was the biggest difference from the first one to the second? Uh, just the amount of time you had to write music. Uh, yeah. I mean. It was similar. It was similar in a certain way. I think with the first one, there was certainly a lot more time, uh, sort of pre-production-wise, for me to start coming up with some ideas, but really trying to get those approved and honed in, and making sure that we were all on board with with you know what we were doing musically with the score took a lot longer in the first game. So by the time I got up and running with the first game, and it was like, okay, now we've got main themes, and now I've got to generate a lot a lot of content. Mm-hmm. It, it was pretty much of a crunch too. <laughs> it always seems like you know, that happens. You know, it's typical with games, typical with films, typical with television, entertainment in general. Um, but yeah, this time, you know, thank God that that whole process seemed to go very smoothly in terms of like getting new things uh, approved, new musical directions and stuff. And um, so, so that crunch was. Um, you know, at least it didn't have those extra complications involved. Yeah, I don't know if complications is the right word. You know, but um, it it was it was almost it was almost like you know just doing running several marathons day after day. <laughs> <laughs> you just you know physically, yeah, it's exhausting, but your adrenaline is up, and you know you're excited about the project, and, and you know it's just you just get up and you, you power through the whole day, and you just work until you need to take a nap, and then get up and work some more. You know. Let me slip in a, a question that comes from uh, one of our Twitter followers, and this is uh, at Purple Cliff, and he wanted to know um, what what familiar themes might you be reusing uh, in your music this time, whether it be from the from the classic Star Wars John Williams stuff or from the original TFU. Well, yeah, the, um, 
The Force Unleashed main theme, composed by Jesse Harlan, is going to uh, be, be used, I would say, a fair amount, quite a bit in the score, in, but in, in a very much more developed, I don't know if developed is the right word, but it's, it's woven in. It's, it's, yeah, so we've had, we've had a chance to kind of like think about, well, how, how do we incorporate this in you know, a variety of ways throughout? Mm-hmm. Where, uh, in the first game, it was primarily the music uh, played in the menu loop for the game, um, and it was incorporated into a couple of uh, the action cues. Mm-hmm. But I think here we uh, were able to develop and kind of find sections of that main theme that we sort of identified as the more heroic, if you want to um, call it light side, it's not necessarily that, but kind of the more heroic adventure uh, element, which does tend to lead more to the light side, and then kind of a darker theme that's, hmm. um, that we were able to kind of weave in through the cutscenes, through some of the ambient music, uh, fused again in some of the action sequences. Mm-hmm. Um, Darth Vader is in this game, uh, and the Imperial March is in this game. <laughs> nice. You know, you can't have uh, you can't have Darth Vader without the Imperial March. You know, so uh, you know, not only um, is some of the Williams actual music being used, I'm not sure, you know, which actual cuts ended up in the game from you know the films from Williams, but I know that I used uh, the Imperial March theme several times in cinematics and but was able to modify it and make it work specifically for the game so we didn't have to try to just shoehorn in uh, yeah. something recorded for a scene in the film and somehow try to make it fit in the game. Yeah. The, the Force theme is, is used um, with, with a few different variations there, which is nice. Uh, there's one cinematic where... Uh, Yoda is. I don't. I don't know how much of this is announced, by the way. So just. To, <laughs> I think. So, I think the Yoda. The Yoda thing is out there. Okay, so you know, Yoda makes an appearance in the game. Uh, we didn't really quote Yoda's theme, but um, it, the Force theme has some interesting treatments because uh, Yoda's got, you know, Yoda is using his Force powers to kind of see the, the future, cloudy mm-hmm. as it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and offer some advice to Starkiller, and and we took that opportunity to uh, incorporate the Force theme, but kind of a, a introspective, more moody version of it with a slight harmonic change on it. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> what other General stuff? Coda. General Coda does. Thank you. General uh-huh. Coda is obviously in the game. Uh, his theme is uh, definitely in there. I would say that it was. Probably in terms of just uh, you know volume of content, and in the first game we probably used this theme more than we did here, but we found some very specific you know key moments where it completely made sense to obviously incorporate it again. That kind of brings up an interesting question in that with Star Wars there is uh, probably a level of expectation on the music that few, if if any, other franchises have upon it, be it the films or the games, or anything attached to it, if it has music involved. How do you, and how? And maybe you worked with Jesse on this, or maybe it was something you just tackled yourself in your own mind, your own psyche. How do you deal with with fans' expectations of, of music for, for a Star Wars game? Well, I, you know, I just try to think like a fan like myself, you know? It's, mm. uh, 
<laughs> I've been a, a, a fan of the Star Wars franchise since I saw the first film in the theaters as, uh, as a kid. And I think that, you know, there's something that John Williams so strongly established uh, with all the films that you, you have to anchor it in that. You can't, you can't completely go get a, get away from that. Um, and, you know, there's no reason to really try to redefine it. And, you know, I've used this analogy in the past before, too. Everyone knows what a lightsaber sounds like, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to change the sound of a lightsaber, um, but, you know, for the, the sound effect assets in the game, we might actually create a bunch of new lightsaber sounds so they can specifically match, uh, you know, the gameplay and work in-game instead of trying to, again, shoehorn a sound effect from the libraries that was cut, you know, um, you know, specifically for a scene in the films. Right. make it work in game so so this, we're always sort of trying to anchor the sound of Star Wars whether it's, it's voice acting sound effects and music mm-hmm. to the films and then also to uh, the extended universe um, in terms of, of games um, mm-hmm. obviously the books don't have a sound component unless they make books on tape I don't know if they make Star Wars <laughs> books on tape <laughs> I don't think they put them on tape anymore <laughs> Well, that's, yeah, there's, there's that aspect. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I, I just dated myself. So, yeah, um, you did You did a little bit. <laughs> cut that out of there. <laughs> well, now they're just e-reader download, you know, you just download them, audio files. <laughs> well, Kindle doesn't have a speaker, though, you know, so you can't use your Kindle for... That's true. That is, that is true. <laughs> anyway, it's coming. I'm, I'm sure that's I'm coming. I'm derailing your interview. So, no, that's uh, all right. It's good. <laughs> so, uh, some more stuff about tying into that, or did I ramble on enough about it? Um, no, that's good. Know, I think I think that covered it. It's just anchoring and just you know, John Williams has always been the important thing. Let me slide in another uh, Twitter question. This comes from at John underscore Axon. He asks, um, how do you weave in, how do you tell the story of TFU, uh, The Force Unleashed 2, uh, the narrative through your score? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's um, a, a game like TFU 1 and 2 uh, has a strong storyline. And mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a script, you know. And, you know, the way video games obviously work in these style of games is that there's cinematics that um, help guide you through the storyline. And, um, you know, and that's obviously happens sort of bookend sections of the game and kind of moves you on to the next level. So the gameplay itself, I think, you know, 
it's the cinematics are the script, and mm -hmm. that's where I spend a lot of time in the beginning, just reading that script over and over again, thinking about my themes. As soon as I can get some visual art of what the cinematics are going to look like, or some uh, rough animatic versions of, you know, so it'd be like you know stick figures sort of moving around and. Some of them might look more detailed than others or something like that. So I can get a visual idea of the scenes mm -hmm. and focus on that. That's that's like scoring a little mini film, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And then it's carried into the gameplay because, you know, uh, the gameplay isn't simply, um, okay, now just go fight a whole bunch of people and, and then see another cinematic. There, You know, there's, there's little milestones with, within or larger milestones and maybe some puzzles to unlock and things to figure out and some environments to interact with. So <clears throat> it just it it's it's similar to film in a way that it's it's based on a strip a script and a strong storyline, but with all the gameplay aspects and, you know, just the way games are developed, um, you know, often the the other creative people on the team are, are, are still figuring out what that's going to be as I'm working on it, and things will change throughout. But mm. um, it really comes from the storyline. There's a, there's a story to tell, and mm -hmm. that's going to be reflected. Whether it's you know, you know, obviously you're seeing a, a scene. Here comes Darth Vader walking through, and you're going to play the Imperial March. That's obvious. Um, right. What sort of atmospheric music do I want for um, such and such a planet? is the character is maybe kind of just exploring or trying to figure out where to get to the next location in the game, that sort of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So you just have to ask a lot of questions, and you need to mm. try to find out as much of the game as possible to, to kind of help guide you. Because that, that's what gives me my inspiration, is the visuals and just imagining um, you know, what the final player experience is going to be. Uh, well, I asked you originally to start off. You know, what what was it? What did you feel like coming into uh, Force Unleashed two as opposed to when you first started on the the, the first the Force Unleashed? Now, I want to ask you, how did you do feel coming out of when you completed the Force Unleashed and it was released, and now you're on the verge of Force Unleashed two being released with with the thought in mind that uh, the Force Unleashed three has been canceled. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, when we finished The Force Unleashed 1, um, obviously, I, you know, for me particularly, um, the game, there was so much tech, especially audio tech, that was being developed and sort of figured out and that sort of stuff that I really didn't know how good the game was going to come off when I was done. I mean, I, I you know, I had storyline, I had um, concept art, um, certainly was able to uh, you know, see builds of the game as it was in production, but never saw, you know, the final version of the game until it was on the shelf, you know, and I had finished the music well in advance of that. Mm -hmm. So um, it was a big question mark. Well, I think the storyline's great. Um, I think everything I'm, I'm seeing, you know, in terms of what this game is supposed to be is great, and I hope it's great. <laughs> because I had so much fun working on it that I want them to make another one, you know? You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, uh, until it's sort of proven itself. Honestly, at the end of the day, it's got to prove itself with, with the sales figures to make it financially, you know, possible to 
do a sequel, you know? Um, yeah. And so I was absolutely thrilled when I started hearing rumors uh, of a sequel, um, you know, shortly after the release of the first one because it was selling so well. And so TFU 2 wasn't a big surprise to me because, you know, I think I knew well in advance that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And was very excited about, okay, let's take it to the next level. And um, and I think we did so. And, you know, and felt, you know, great, you know, just with, with that. And, you know, in, in my mind still, I think this, this is a very powerful franchise that I'm hoping that, that LucasArts will uh, continue to put TF, TFU games out. Um, I think The Force Unleashed is, is here to stay. But that's just that's just me. <laughs> I, don't make, I, don't make, I don't make those decisions. I know that there's you know there's you know been some changes over at LucasArts. So until I hear some you know official word from them uh, of what's going on, I can't really comment on on the future of any future games. Maybe you can just write some music. Like this would have been for <laughs> TFU be three. <laughs> well, you know, and I'm just garnering off of what I've heard of your music and just little bits and pieces of the storyline that I've seen. You know, if this is if TFU two is to that franchise as the Empire Strikes Back is to the first trilogy, it's going to be. A, I mean, can you imagine ending after Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> that would just be like no. You can't even if you lose money, you've got to make the third one. I just can't imagine if if that's an if that's a, a an apt analogy. Yeah. I can't I can't imagine it not happening at some point in time. Um, so from the fans' perspective, I think everyone's hoping that there's a miracle takes place and and we can see the conclusion. Assuming that the third part would be the conclusion, well, maybe yeah, not. Maybe yeah, I one. mean, you know, uh, there's there's a lot of trilogies in the Star Wars universe here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're running out of time. <laughs> you're running out of time to fill in. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's there's that, but, you know, it's like <clears throat> we we can just keep expanding on the universe and kind of taking it's it true. in directions. And, you know, we want to stay canonic with it. We want to keep it, you know, fitting into the larger picture of the Star Wars universe. But yeah, I think there's room for, you know, let's explore, like, you know, what-if scenarios. Um, sure. and, and not have to completely make everything uh, align with the film. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't make those decisions, um, but I, um, you know, I think there's room for it. You know, I think sure. the fans will accept it too, as long as it's grounded, grounded in, um, you know, just the, the Star Wars universe and true to the franchise. Uh, you're talking about expanding universe. Well, the universe has definitely expanded going back in history with uh, the other project that you worked on, uh, which is Star Wars The Old Republic, which we're very much looking forward to next year. Yep. Um, you were working on these two projects simultaneously, is that right? Uh, there was there was uh, a nice little overlap there, yeah. I, at some was point, it nice? <laughs> I was... Um, 
it was um, nice, meaning um, you know, like a, a decent amount of overlap. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, there. there <clears throat> let me try to say that a little more intelligently. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there, there was there was definitely overlap between those two projects, and um, how tough was it? it? It was it was tough, but you know, honestly, it was um, it was fun. I mean, I think just where it happened, you know, for me was in the project um we were i had a little bit of breathing i still had music that i can't remember what it was like 10 minutes of music i had to write for the old republic but after you know crunching on that project that huge project and there was so many composers involved and there was so much project management um stuff that i had to do in addition to um just composing music it was um you know to just jump into TFU, knock it out, and then go back to tour and finish it up. Um, gave me a you know a break that last ten minutes would it just came out so smoothly after I moved <laughs> off a tour, and then at the same time, or sorry, TFU, at the same time you know diving into TFU, even though I'd been with Star Wars Land, you know I'm, I'm thousands of years in the future, and it's a whole different storyline, and like you know everything you know, I, right? It, it was I was surprised actually at how. Um, I sort of uh, mentally recovered. I mean, it, it, physically, I was maybe still, you know, pretty exhausted at that point. It, yeah. it seemed very fresh. It didn't seem like, oh no, you know, this is this is terrible to these. You know, it turns out that you know these two projects are lying lining up so that they're right on top of each other in terms of when they they need the music delivery. It was kind of like, oh fun, I can jump over and do this one now. You know, right, right, and, and okay, then, and then jump back to the first one. So. It it somehow worked, but it was you know it was it was all Star Wars all the time for me for <laughs> it was like a solid year you know between yeah ramping up with with tour and and, and sort of finishing up you know funny I started with tour the old Republic mm-hmm. um, and I finished with the old Republic and then somewhere in the middle we knocked out TFU. That's but it was, amazing. It was drop, you know, drop everything, and you know, Jesse was was great. Uh, Jesse Harlan over at Lucasfilm was great at helping me out. Uh, just just helping to try to juggle all that, you know, whenever I sure. needed everything, and and you know, allowing me um, backing me up with like, okay, well, can I just have a little more time because I know I can get them everything they need for uh, the old Republic, but. We need to jump in both feet first with the Force Unleashed right now, and just right. get that off our plate. And uh, right, right. So yeah, but it was fantastic. I mean, we did uh, between the two games, one, two, three big orchestral sessions. You know, several days each of recording, and two big choir sessions um, in you know various locations, and plus a bunch of sample based music for some of the underscore cues and, and the old republic and and yeah was- okay well we'll uh we'll hopefully be able to sit down and talk again more about the the old republic when that comes closer to release next year hopefully next year is the is the is the year that it that it does come out and as that's i know that's an epic project i remember the documentary saying there's about five hours of of music for that game so that lends to lots of good questions that I think yep. we can come up with 
So I look forward to revisiting um, that uh, revisiting that title with you in the upcoming months. But as it stands now, just a few weeks away, October 26th, I believe, is the release date for The Force Unleashed 2. I think it's coming out for PS3, Xbox 360. Um, I'm not sure if it's on the Wii or not. Um, yes, there's, uh, uh, there is a Wii uh, version. Oh, that's right, where you can, like, fight four, three people or something. You can I'm not challenge sure the three. details on that, but I, I, I know that, that uh, LucasArts had a developer that specifically um, caters to the Wii platform. Uh, yeah. And, and so I think uh, fans of the Wii um, will like how this game uh, is interpreted on that yeah, I heard, I heard there's an interesting mode for that. So it sounds exciting. Um, as always, we hope that there is some sort of uh, um, uh, soundtrack release. I know the last one didn't get an official release, but maybe this time out. I was hoping that the that special edition uh, of The Force Unleashed 2 would include it, but it doesn't. So hopefully they will, uh, they'll do something for us this time. What I've heard of what you've done this far in it is fantastic. Um, I... I, I if I can slide up my opinion a little bit early, it's I think I think I may prefer it to to the first one. Um, so congrats to you on that, especially sliding that in to the middle of <laughs> your uh, uh, Old Republic uh, scoring production. I just it's hard to imagine being able to do that. But um, we're hoping the game is a great success and that it and it just begs LucasArts to resurrect uh, the possibility of a of a third edition. So, Mark, thanks for coming on and joining us and sharing with us about your your recent endeavors into the Star Wars universe. We look forward to seeing um, how it all comes out in the game itself in just a couple weeks. Thanks, man. And, let's yeah, let's do it again. Pleasure, as always, to speak to you. Uh, I know you're a big fan of Star Wars, too, so it's been fun working on this, and I can't wait to uh, finally sit down and play it. <laughs> <laughs> 